Knox here by the bay. It's 12.15 a.m. I've been listening to a couple of mixes from my next album, and I was just writing out chord charts for Rachel Efron, who's going to be playing piano on a number of the tracks. And I'm tired. Very tired. But I need to get this done because I have to have the very special 50th anniversary edition of the release of the Beatles White Album done by Thanksgiving Day, which gives me tomorrow, basically. So I have to get this one out of the way. So let's see, we have nine minutes. You may have noticed I generally avoid talking about politics, although I am obsessed about them, and I wish I weren't. But um, basically, I, I have reason to be optimistic. And I have been around for a while. I remember where I was when they told us in the school cafeteria that John Kennedy had been assassinated. And I remember when Martin Luther King was assassinated and Bobby Kennedy was assassinated. And I remember the riot, the, the you know, Nixon winning the, the election. 50 years ago, um, and then the Beatles album being released right after that. Of course, the Beatles broke right after the JFK assassination. I don't think that those are, I mean, I, I definitely think there are correlations, but um, uh, just in terms of how the events have impacted the zeitgeist. But anyway, but. Um, so, I remember being in the, um, in the bar at the M&M, the newspaper bar, and t- telling, you know, some of these older reporter guys during Watergate, Nixon's uh, thing, and saying, look at these guys. They were all involved in the Bay of Pigs invasion. And this this Watergate goes straight back to the Kennedy assassination. And they go, you're nuts, Knox, you're nuts, you know. And 10 years later, they all said, you were right. So um, I do think that the election of Donald Trump is the, is the end result, a logical outcome of the assassination of John Kennedy in, for a number of reasons, first being karma. We've never dealt with Kennedy's assassination and uh, the the rise of the uh, industrial military industrial complex and also the the the, the, the criminal underground. Um, it's all merged into one pretty much now. Um, the you know the the under you know the organized crime has always existed in our country and they 
were always part of the power structure. Always have been. Um, a guy I know said, you know, politics is organized crime. And, you know, <laughs> when he said it, this is just a few months, I went, right, exactly, you know. <laughs> so, but basically what's happened over the, you know, I mean, we idealize the godfather in this country, you know, uh, Marlon Brando, you know, of course, that was back when people still believed the great myth that the mafia didn't ever deal in drugs. Bullshit. Um, you know, they, I mean, Las Vegas, you know, it's the greatest, is the money laundering center of the universe. Um, Anyway, and a lot of drug money laundered in there. So, it basically, you know, we went from, you know, JFK, uh, Lyndon Johnson, who was, you know, he's typical Southern Democrat crook, crook, but, you know, a politician, did some good stuff, to Nixon, straight up mob guy, by choice. Nixon's one of these guys who chose evil. Um, then we went, let's see, uh, Gerald Ford, who pardoned Nixon, uh, and, and Ford, you know, Gerald Ford changed the drawings of the ent entry wounds of, on Gen John Kennedy's, uh, on the drawings, uh, so it didn't show the, you know, the other bullets, and he was part of the cover-up, he was on the Warren Commission. Uh, jump forward to Reagan, who... You know, we had, well, we had Iran Contra. We had you know, selling drugs uh, in you know crack to to buy guns for the Sandinistas or no, the uh, Contras. And uh, he also revoked the um, Fairness Doctrine, which gave the rise to propaganda stations like um, Fox News and Rush Limbaugh and stuff like that. And then, and then we had the rise of the modern Republican uh, cult. And uh, basically, they just became messenger boys um, for the Chamber of Commerce. And, uh, but the, the talent pool has been degraded over the years to the point where um, I actually built a website some years ago that was a secret website for Republic, the Republican National Committee or whoever, I don't know, I'm not even sure who it was for, but it was for Republicans, for all the candidates where they're putting all the, everything, the pros and cons of every single candidate. And it had everybody you can think of on there except Donald Trump. And uh, this wasn't that long ago, four or five years. I, I can't remember, but anyway. Uh, and Trump comes along and he, he just takes all the bullshit they've been saying since Reagan and turns it up to 11. And they couldn't say, oh, you know, he's lying because he was saying what they all said, but up turned up to 11. And, you know, here's a guy who's been, you know, I mean, just the sleaziest low life of all time, uh, Inherited, I don't know, what, $200 million, something like that? He's, I'm sure he's broke. He's a low-life scammer, 
He's an idiot. He's a predator. He's so tacky, there aren't even words for it. He's been laundering money for the mob for 30 years at least. He's dirty as hell. I'm sure they, they I, I, I'm fairly certain they'll nail him for uh, human, you know, uh, trafficking because um, of his modeling agency. I wouldn't put anything past the man or his family. Basically, what's happening is scraping the bottom of the barrel. That's why he steamrolls over all the current Republicans. They're, they're nothing. They're just messenger boys. So with the, you know, the, the midterms and the newly energized electorate, I'm hoping that we can start to undo the shit the Republicans have been doing for 50 years. That's what I'm hoping. I think it's possible. So, on that note, um, Knox, riding the wild bubble with you. <laughs>